Bishop Matthew Adiaminter is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place in the... Father, one thank you in the name of Jesus. We bless you, God Almighty, for whom you are. We are grateful to you for your word. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I want to welcome those of you following me on the Facebook. Uh, you've been so loyal. Amen. Today's message is titled, Preparing to Conquer Your Promised Land. How many of you are ready 2020? You want to conquer your promised land. If you read the Bible carefully, in fact, when the children of Israel received the law at Sinai, when God spoke to them in fire, everybody say fire. And not only that, they have seen all kinds of miracles. They've seen how God dealt with the children of Egypt, how he dealt with Pharaoh, the mighty signs and wonders. Ten plagues despair Egypt. All kinds of miracles. The Red Sea opened up. Everybody say, hey. That was amazing. In fact, that generation has seen miracles more than any generation. But they did not believe From Sinai to the promised land, it should have taken them four, uh, 11 days. Some theologians say three days. And you look at the mass movement, children and 11 days. But the 11 day journey turned into 40 years. It's all because of unbelief. It's not because God is not powerful. It's not because God could not do miracles. No, the same God with them. But it's simply because they did not believe. They were disobedient. Amen. And some of them were used to miracles that they don't want to use their brains. And that is one of the things, as a believer, you need to be very careful. God works miracle with us, but he wants you to use what? Your brains. He wants you to use your hands. He wants you to come up with programs. It's not every 
day manna will fall. That is why when God sent them to go and spy the land, they said, oh, the land is, 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 uh, the walls are too high. The, the land itself eats its people have consumed. Well, the, the fact God should do everything for them. But that's not what God brings you to a point. He wants you to do something for yourself. Yes, we have to pray. Yes, we have to believe. We have to walk. But God wants you to be on your feet and do something for yourself. Amen. And so, 40 years they have still not conquered the land. And in fact, all that generation started from Egypt. They all died. Except two people. Amen. And now looking at the meaning of Caleb. Do you know the meaning of Caleb? Jeshua's, the meaning of Jeshua is... God, my salvation. That means God will save. God will deliver. But the meaning of Caleb is very interesting. Caleb means dog, a loyal dog. And that is why Caleb, what God says. How many of you know the attitude of dog? Dog, what you say. What you tell them, that's they do. Loyalty, faith, amen. And so today we're looking at some few points. Everybody say a few points. Amen. 2019 has come and gone with missed chances, opportunities. Set back, upset, disappointment. But thank God you are alive. Everybody say, Thank God I'm alive. Amen. It means God has given us another opportunity. Amen. So, number one, 2020, to conquer our land, now to Take up our inheritance. We need to seek God with a genuine heart. Set your heart right to seek God. Everybody say, set your heart right to seek God. Sometimes we come to church, but our heart is somewhere. Sometimes we follow in God. But our heart is somewhere. It's possible you could be in a relationship. A man could be in a relationship. But his heart is with another woman. Is it true or false? In the same way. A woman could be in a relationship. But her heart is with another man. Amen. I remember a friend of mine who wanted to marry a certain sister and all the time, oh, and then the girl said, 
Well, well, I prayed and prayed, I prayed, but uh, I'm not getting it. Oh, after two years, you are still not getting any. I don't have feeling for you. Amen. Amen. And not knowing her heart was with another man. Amen. And God, sometimes, God wants us to give him all our hearts. Sometimes our heart is divided between business and God. Between our achievement and God. So when, when uh, we weigh the two, then we'll drop that of God. God can wait. Amen. I read a book, a man that was broke. This man was broke. He prayed, God, give me breakthrough. I'm trusting you for a breakthrough. Fasted. Every day you were fasting. And God said, I will trust him. And God gave me a breakthrough of $150 million. Then he calculated the tithe. He looked at the tithe and said, you see, God can use tithe to test your heart. What is in your heart? And when he calculated the tithe, 150 million, how much was he supposed to pay? 15 million. He went to a friend and said, so if somebody is paying a tithe of 50 million, that person might be stupid. Why don't you drop one million? He dropped one million. And the following day, he was in a car with the rest of the money going for some Mining, there was some mines he was going to buy the whole mines. The car had an accident set into fire, but he did not die. But everything the car, the money then he said, Oh, at least if I had given 15 million, I could have gone back to the pastor and asked for. God just, he does, let me tell you, if you are doing something for God, it's for your own favor. He doesn't need your money. He's God. All the money belongs to him. Everything. You, you are thinking of your house. Oh, I have a nice house. I've, God has seen more than that. He's seen. And he, he knows even nicer houses. In those days when I was growing up in Takradi, you look at story buildings, oh, this is nice, oh, nice, oh. But nowadays when I go to Takradi, I say, ah, these buildings are old. They have to change it. So your heart, turn to somebody and say, your heart. Your heart. There are some of our, our hearts, 
we can't give to God. Our heart is divided. Let's read the scripture quickly. Proverbs 17, 3. I'm reading from the New International Version. The crossable for silver and finance for gold. But the Lord tests the heart. The Lord tests what? Amen. The new King James said, The refining pot is for silver and the finance for gold. But the Lord tests the heart. In the heart, it's not why you sing in the church. It's not what even you pray. But what is in your heart? What is in your heart? Ananias and Sapphira had opportunity. People were giving to God. They sold their property. One day are going, hey, maybe one of them started a conversation. So are we taking all to God? Let's, I mean, let's keep part. I mean, after all, God, he, I mean, he will not see it. What is in your heart? In your secret of places. You call yourself a Christian, but right from church, you walk to pop and begin to drink. What is in your heart? You lead a fornication life. What is in your heart? From here, you run to your boyfriend's place and you go and sleep. Ah! What is in your heart? You are a married man and from here, you have another girlfriend. What is in your heart? You are a married woman, but you have somebody somewhere and you run there secretly. What is in your heart? God tests the heart. It's not your face. Maybe your face look holy, holy. But your heart what is there? Maybe people look at you sanctimonious, but what is in your heart? What is in your heart? What is in your heart? And in your giving also, God checked what is in your heart. Some of you, when it comes to tithe, you don't truly, the Bible says, Truly tied. But some of us decide what we want to give to God. Some of us decide what we want to give to God. But the Bible says truly tied. You need to truly tied. There is a difference between tied and truly tied. Everybody say tied. Yes, you can tithe. Oh God, this is my tithe. But the question is, is it truly tithe? Is it truly? Is it truly? Sometimes you decide, oh, I'm, 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 I'm doing this work. Oh, this is how much I pay myself. And then I pay my tithe. But what I use for other investment, I haven't tithe on. 
Some of us, even when the investment yields, oh, that one is investment. Do you truly tithe on them? Do you truly tithe on them? God of miracles, signs, and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs, and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step approach about how to grow in the word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs, and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs, and wonders is a must-read. Grab your copy now. supernatural faith to raise the dead and jesus said as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons in this book bishop adamanza whom god has used to raise nine people from the dead shares his experiences and that of other men of god like archbishop benson idahosa Bishop Adiaminsah challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. But God always look at the heart. It's not what maybe some of us, the pay we receive. That's why we tie it on. But other gifts coming from places, people giving you a gift, do you tie it on it? Do you truly tie it? Oh, that one is a gift. If somebody buys you a brand, how many of you want somebody to buy you a brand new car? Will you be prepared to tithe if you receive the brand new car? This Christmas, you got hamper. Did you tithe on your hamper? That is truly tithe. The things in the hamper, if you are going to buy, how much you must calculate? Somebody bought you a shoe. Somebody bought you a suit. Did you tie it on it? 
Turn to somebody and say, truly tired. So if God is judging you, he's judging you by what you truly tied on. What you truly tied on. Let's look at Deuteronomy 14.22 Let's look at it. it says, Thou shalt truly tithe all the increase of thy seed that bring uh, that the field bringeth forth year by year. Year by year. Maybe when you started you were renting. God gave you opportunity to build your own house. If you look how much you have invested in the land, have you or your house, have you truly tied on it? God will test your heart. Sometimes some money came, oh, you used it to buy cement. Did you tie it on it? Did I use it to buy a block? Did you tie it on it? Oh, this one, I used it to pay for the masons. Did you tie it? That is what it means, truly tied. So this year, make sure be meticulous. Jesus said, except our righteousness exceeds that of the Pharisees. So in the Pharisees, when they are tithing, for instance, a Pharisee man uh, is harvesting pepper. He put two baskets. One, two, three, nine. The tent goes to what? They don't even want to mix it. That is what? Truly tight. That is truly tight. That is truly tight. Hallelujah. So 2020, settle with that. Let's look at Jeremiah 29 13 You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart no part of your heart God is saying if you seek me with all your heart you will find me and sometimes we don't seek God with all our hearts Our heart is there and something else is here. Another thing is there. This year, decide that you will seek God. Turn to somebody and say, this year, seek God with all your heart. Put your hands together for the Lord. Verse 14 I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, 
declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. There was an old lady. This lady tied and he was working, but very faithful with his tie. In fact, some of the problems she used to have when he put a tie aside and the husband trying to use it. He tied truly. And the husband was an unbeliever. The husband was not tithing. But the man was prospering. Is that bad? Ah, but you don't tithe. Look at me. You do all these things. Look at me. Look at me here. You daddy, you, you are very meticulous with your tithe. I, I don't even see. The pay increase they give you is nothing. Um, the day this woman died, she had her tithe. So the husband brought it to the pastor. Said, "Well, her thing, the thing she usually do. I found this thing there, and the pastor prayed. And when they read the will of the woman, she had a property." That used to give her rent. She gave it to the church. And the husband was upset. Amen. Watch this. And the man was a very wealthy man. The man lived 20 years after the man, the woman's death. But gradually, that sons of the woman, that the, the sons and the daughters of the woman, some start God started promoting them here and there, here and there. When the man died at the age of 93, she was bankrupt. She lost all her business. And in fact, her funeral, the children paid for. But before the man died, he said, I can't understand this. I was getting all this. You see, seeking God with all your heart is for your own favor. And sometimes for your own children. I know certain women doing that only. Some of his children, I mean grandchildren, some became president. Others became senators. Others be God. You see, God, we are not living for today. It's not today, but for the future. May God give you understanding. I say, may God give you understanding. Put your hands together for the Lord. I was in a pastor's office in UK. You know, I had visited the daughter of uh, Reverend Janet. There's a place called Ty, um, Telford. I was in the pastor's office and a brown envelope came. 
The church was in need of something. And the pastor opened it. And the woman died and gave part of her will to the church. 400,000 pounds. And the woman stated the reason. And her reason was the missionaries who came to start a church in that place got one of grandfathers saved. And that really brought transformation. And so she wants to continue with that. Seek God with all your heart. Turn to somebody and say, Seek God with all your heart. Put your hands together for the Lord. And you found him. Amen. Hallelujah. Number two. Invest time in praying. Some of you, when we, we ask you to come for prayers, you don't. Invest time in praying. In the night, stand up and pray. In the night, stand up and pray. Pray all the time. For God will not. God will not forsake your prayer. In Acts chapter 4 verse 32. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their own. But they share everything in common. Now let's uh, come to 31. Give me 31 first. Give us 31. After they prayed, the place where, where they were, meeting was shaking. And they were all filled with the spirit. And spoke the word of God boldly. Prayer will shake things. I say prayer will shake things. You'll be praying. And God will be shaking things in your hometown. You'll stand in a place and pray. And God will be shaking things. Prayer also will make you bold. You will not be afraid of witches and wizards. 2020, don't be afraid of witches and wizards. I say, don't be afraid of what the enemy can do. With prayer, you will go through. Put your hands together for the Lord. Prayer. Prayer. When I was in class one, my class teacher told me something. That has never left me. A boy who believed in praying. And he was living with the stepmother who was very wicked. And the stepmother planned with another woman who was a baker. That I will send the boy to you. Put him in the oven. And just kill him. And after I will send the second one. 
and give me a confirmation. And the grandmother, the, the, sorry, the stepmother was complaining. All the time he was praying. All the time he's talking about God. So, he sent this boy and the the other woman at the end started heating the oven, putting more fire. On the way, the boy heard the bell ringing, the church bell tolling for prayer time. Then he said, no, I will go for the prayer before I will continue with what my stepmother has asked me to do. So the boy came to the church, standing there praying. After one hour, then the woman sent her own son, go to this woman. And when you go, ask what I asked you to do. How is it? So, instead of the boy becoming the uh, the second one, he was the first. As soon as he got there, the woman and put into the oven. Waited for some time. He did not turn. He did not come back. So, the mother decided to go and then he came and said, oh, how was it? He said, oh, I finished everything said, that is good. He started celebrating. He said, oh, come and see. He's selling the oven. He just opened the oven. And said, what? This is not the one. Then later on, the boy who was supposed to be murdered appeared. said, my mother said, oh, me can't say that I don't know. Keep on praying. I said 2020, keep on praying. God will be murdering your enemies. God will be scattering them. God will protect you. He will keep you. Don't give up in prayer. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. With prayer, God will direct you. The Holy Spirit will lead you to take good decisions. Proverbs 3, 5. The Bible says, honor the Lord with your substance. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. You need God to direct your path 2020. Some of us, we think we are smarter than God. Sometimes we take decisions based upon what we know. Hallelujah. The Bible says, my thought is higher than your thought. My ways is higher. When we depend on God, we get better results. 
So spend time, whatever you want to do, ask God for direction. Ask God to direct your path. Ask God to lead you. Don't just walk into things. Don't just allow people to lead you. Ask God. My life has becoming better because I had options. Education-wise, I had options. I had several opportunities. But because I used to pray a lot and God spoke to me that I've called you to do this. And in those days, it wasn't fashionable to become a pastor. I remember when uh, my uh, my, uh, father-in-law called me and said, "Um, you want to marry my daughter? What do you do? I said, well, I've come from school. Are you working? I said, no. What? I, I want to go to Bible school. So you are going to Bible school and come. You are not even a pastor so that my daughter could be cause of mommy. That man will ask you questions. Hallelujah. But later... He congratulated me. As I didn't know. Especially when he heard God doing some great things, stuff. He was so happy. So, sometimes your decision may not be popular. But the foolishness of God is wiser than men. Turn to somebody and say the foolishness of God. Amen. Your decision may not be perfect. But, you know, just allow God to direct your path. Amen. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiamensis Stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiamensis reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. Supernatural Faith to Raise the Dead And Jesus said, As you go, preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adamensa, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. 
Bishop Adiaminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. every weight and sin. In Hebrew chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 he talks about lay aside every lay aside every weight. There are some things it's not sin but it's a weight on you. Weight could be a character. It could be an anger uncontrolled anger ill-tempered. It could be something that is pinning you down. And the Bible says, lay it aside. It could be your interest in something. There are people, when it comes to funerals, hey, every funeral, amen. One day when uh, we used to stay at Domi, and we met some ladies, they, were, they, they met me and said, ah, is there any funeral around here? I said, but who's funeral? I said, oh, we are just roaming. We're looking for. Ah. Amen. There are people when you ask them to come to church, they will not come. But when somebody invites them for a party, they will go. Party has become a weight. Sometimes watching television becomes a weight of sin. It's a weight. It's not a sin, but it becomes what? A weight. It pins you down. And it will not allow you to exercise your God-given So 2020, you must lay aside every weight. Point to somebody and say, lay aside every weight. Lay aside every weight. There are some things. Let coming to church could be a weight on your Christianity. How many of you know that? All the time you come to church when we are sharing grace. It's a weight on you. It's a weight on you. So the Bible says, do what? Lay aside every weight. You lay aside every weight. So going forward 2020, make sure. Sometimes, sometimes when you are coming to church and, and uh, you want to dress, so it takes you two hours. It's a weight. It's a weight on you. You touch here, you touch here, and it becomes what? A weight. Even your figure, the way after you have to hang it up, it becomes what? A weight. 
it's not a sin, but it's what? Wait. It's a weight on you. There are some things, it's a weight on you. Some of you eat too much. It's what? A weight. Every fold you eat. All the time. The least you open the fridge. The, you open the fridge. It becomes a weight. And it also puts a weight on you. So the Bible says, lay aside every weight. There are some friends, they become a weight on you. Going forward 2020, there are friends. When you want to go to church, then they will come. Oh, Charlie, oh, did you want the match? <laughs> hey, Oh, this time there, our team is not doing well at all. Oh, Chelsea Pa. Oh. It becomes what? A weight. Say, lay outside every weight. Yes, sometimes watching football can become a weight. You are going to church, your team is playing. You, you go. Oh, let me watch a bit. It becomes what? A weight. So a weight and sin. Weight is not a sin. But it is something that is standing between you and God. It is something that keeping you from having a real relationship with God. It's a weight. There was a man I wanted to convert years ago. And up to now, he's not born again. He said his problem is Guinness. Amen. He said, my problem is Guinness. It becomes a weight. Put your hands together for the Lord. A weight and sin. Little, little sin. Flirting here and there. Sometimes you flirt with your eyes. Amen. Hallelujah. Little, little lies. Oh, wait, did you the better? It's a sin. Lay it outside. Lay it aside. Because, oh, Sister Grace, where are you? I'm in a church. Oh. I'm in a church. We are having prayer meeting. Meanwhile, you are in the disco. Hallelujah. Your wife calls you, where are you? Are you coming home? Oh, I'm almost there. Meanwhile, you are at the pop. Wait and sing. Put your hands together for the Lord. Number three, have faith. 
The Bible says every place you put your to, the Lord has given it to you. Turn with me to Joshua chapter 1. Let's read to verse 1 to 3. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses said, Moses, my servant is dead. You see, most of the times we spend time on the dead. 2019 is dead. Turn to someone and say, 2019 is dead. Whatever that happened in 2019, it may not be a pleasant story. It may, it may be a disappointment. It may be a very sad moment. But thank God we are in 2020. For you to do something new for yourself. Don't allow what happened in 2019 to drag you. Last Sunday message you heard about Ruth. How she repositioned herself after the husband. Malon. Malon means what? What the malon? What the meaning of malon? Sick or sickness. The husband was called what? Sickness. And Opa was also married to Kilion. The Hebrew will say Kalion. The English will say Chilion. It means waste. But that woman root meaning a beauty with a vision. She never allowed what happened. But she repositioned herself. Every day God does something new. And it is people with revelation. They have to catch the new things that God is doing. Don't allow the past to pin you down. In fact, the, the, the meaning of Chilion also or Kilion, it also means pin. It pins you down. There are things, if you are not careful, you can't do anything. It happens in your life and it will pin you down. You can't move. Amen. It will pin you down. One time I was in London and I was walking through a park and an old lady saw me and uh, I greeted her. Then she started a conversation with me. How are you? Why is it I... I mean, you didn't go to work today? I said, oh, I, I, I'm a visitor. Oh, so you are not working? You're living on my tasks? I, I said, oh, no, I, I'm a visitor. I don't live here. Oh. Do you know my husband, Johnny... Oh, Johnny was a nice man. I, mean, I haven't seen anybody like Johnny. I pretend that, I, oh, I say, oh, yes, oh, Johnny, oh, so you know Johnny. 
The old lady was still living in a past. A love journey during the Second World War. And Johnny, she started talking at the Second World War. I was not even born yet. Amen. So the Bible says, press on and forget what? The past. Going to, for you to make it in 2020. For God to reach, to restore your joy and take you from one point to another. Write off all the bill of disappointment, the sadness, the grief and look up to God. He's the only one who can do something new for you. And I see God doing something new for you. I see restoration coming. I see restoration coming. You don't have to cry over things. Spell mouth. The other day I met a woman at the airport. I said, oh, where's your husband? Oh, so you don't know. She left me. Then she started crying. I said, oh, I'm sorry. Press on. Because what the word of God says, you need to look out to Jehovah. He will change your story. Everybody say he will change your story. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot as I promised Moses. Moses was dead by the people who were mourning Moses. Oh! Meanwhile, when Moses was alive, they were fighting him. They were fighting against Moses. Now, everything is about Moses. Joshua will give instruction. Uh, no, this is not what Moses said. But even God came down and told them, Moses, my servant, is there. Because some other people say, oh, Moses, he will come back. And we know uh, Moses, he went to the mountain 40 days. We thought he was dead. But he came back. Now God came down and said, look, Moses is dead. So whatever that happened is dead. God is doing a new thing. Put your hands together for the Lord. God of miracles, signs, and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs, and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ. 
through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminter. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the Word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs, and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs, and wonders is a must-read. Grab your copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiaminster Stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiaminster reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. Supernatural Faith to Raise the Dead And Jesus said, as you go, preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adiaminster, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adiaminster challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a must read. Grab a copy now. means you need to walk in faith. Faith moves mountains. Mark 11 23 to 24. Write it down. Faith moves mountains. Any mountains in your life, God is about to move them. And say, through faith, you will move mountains. Through faith, mountains will crop down. Through faith, whatever that has become a mountain before you, you will overcome. But God wants you to walk in faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Faith in God gives us victory. First John chapter 4 verse 5. He said this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. Even our faith. Faith in God gives us boldness. To conquer things. Hebrew chapter 4 verse 16. Faith gives us confidence. Some of us will lack confidence. Some of us will just lack confidence. We just lack 
confidence. Growing up as a young man, one of the problems with young men is even confidence to approach a lady that I want to marry you. Some will rehearse. They will do a rehearsal. Um, sister, um, I pray to God. Um, no, 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 Rachel. It's not about Amen. I had a dream. And then I heard a voice in heaven. Did you have a dream? That's a lie, Charlie. You don't use the dream. Amen. I say confident. Whatever. Step out in faith through the word of God. I say step out in faith through the word of God. Put your hands together for the Lord. I'm almost two. And the last one, obedient to God's word and command, delivers greater, mightier, and taller blessings. How many of you want greater? Let's look at Isaiah 49, verse 25. But this is what the Lord says. Yes, captives will be taken from warriors and plunder retrieved from the fierce. I will contend with those who contend with you. And your children, I will say. Oh, you didn't say amen. God is saying, warriors, he will retrieve. So whatever the warriors have taken in 20. 19. God will retrieve. I say God will retrieve. May God contend with your enemies. I say may God contend with your enemies. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. He said I will contend with those who contend with you. Isaiah 58, verse 8 to 9. God's ways are higher and his thoughts are what? Better than yours. God's ways. You know, most of times we depend on men's wisdom. The wisdom of men. But the Bible says, God's foolishness is better than what? The wisdom. Sometimes we, we, we listen to what people say and we think, oh, this is amazing. And now you hear things that some leaders say and in the sight of God is nothing. Hallelujah. Maybe where you are coming from, but you must. First, Corinthians 1 25 to 26. The weakness of God is stronger. May what you think is weak in your hand, may God use it to defeat the mightier person. Hallelujah. Never be afraid. Philippians 3 17. Write them down. My time is almost up. Philippians. Philippians. 
317. Never be afraid. In Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 38, give me Deuteronomy 4, 38. Give me 37 first. 37. Because he loved your forefathers and chose their descendants after them, he brought you out of Egypt by his presence and his great strength. Now 38. To drive out before you nations greater and stronger than you. And to bring you unto the land to give it to you for an inheritance as it is today. God will bring you. Every promise of God will come to pass. I say, believe God. It is God who will do it. Sometimes it's not your own might. Sometimes it's not what you will do. One thing I've come to know about God. That is not by our mind. It's not by our power. But by his strength. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. In Deuteronomy 9. Verses 1 to 3. Hear, O Israel. You are now about to cross. Hear, O gospel light. You are now about to cross. Hallelujah into your promised land into your promised business into your promised marriage into your promised blessings you are bound to cross this is what God says you are about to cross to go in and dispossess nations greater and stronger than you with cities that have walls up to the sky Sometimes the project you are about to undertake, you don't even have the money. But God will give you the money. I say, it's bigger than you. But God will give you the money. Sometimes you look at yourself, where you are, and your, the things you are believing God, it looks far away, it's taller, it's stronger than you. But it is God who will go ahead of you. We need to believe God that he will go ahead of us. Sometimes you want to marry, you look at yourself, what you are ended. But it is God who will go ahead of you. God called us to achieve greater and mightier things. I see you doing things that will blow the mind of your friends. God did not call us to do ordinary things. Turn to somebody and say, not ordinary things. But great, greater, stronger. And sometimes you think you don't have the strength. That's what God wants you to do. Lift up your hand.
Continue to bless us. Grant us the favor and the strength and the power. Even as we look at the year 2020. For greater and stronger things that you are about to do. We bless your name, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, if anyone here, you want to give your life to Jesus, maybe you are watching me through Covenant TV. You're watching me through Covenant TV. Um, uh, oh, those of you following me on the Facebook, thank God for your lives. I mean, some of you have been so wonderful. You send even your offerings to support. And uh, we bless you. Anyone here, you want to give your life to Christ. If physically you came with some people, you can lift up your hands. Listen to me. You've come to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And God will turn your life better. Keep on coming. Huh? Don't allow your friends to laugh at you. God will keep you. Now lift up your hands. Said it, including those watching me on Facebook who want to give their life to Christ, and those watching Covenant TV. Say this, Father, in the name of Jesus, today I give myself to Christ. Cry, Jesus, come and live in my heart and bless me. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Thank you for watching Faith to Faith R. You're welcome to worship with us, Gospel Light International Church, next to Orion Cinema, Nkrumah Circle, or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer, and counseling. And you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the bishop. Call 0261-984-098 or any other numbers on the screen. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 0300-944-023-99401, Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.